What's up, everybody? Welcome into the podcast. Today, we're joined by It's Your Boy Bo, It's Your Boy Joey, and It's Your Boy Brady. And, you know, we're talking, we're doing a a nice, easy transition to this podcast, because we're talking about Blade 2, Vampires and Blood. So, how are you guys doing today? I was fine until you just threw my ears for a complete loop. First of all, it sounded like you climbed inside of your mic to begin with. I did. And then you backed up and then just stone cold Steve Austin from the top of the ropes to, to say Blade 2. I'm, I wasn't ready for any of that. Sometimes you just got to be unpredictable, you know? And I think that's what we're good at here, being unpredictable. I was fully prepared to answer the how you guys doing question with like a joke about, you know, welcome to NPR, because that's kind of how you sounded at first. <laughs> I did NPR. Yeah. You went from NPR to to Bo's point to Stone Cold Steve Austin real fast. We love, we love some uh, we, we we love some Stone Cold Steve Austin to introduce, you know, the the wonderful movie that we watched this week, Blade Two. So I am doing fantastic, though. I will admit, I just embarrassingly um, some coffee went down the wrong pipe, so I may be muting myself here in a second because I think I'm going to start coughing. <laughs> I just mean coffee No, my dogs went went nuts. They drank coffee and went down their wrong pipes, and they started barking like a bunch of annoying mutts. Um, but no, but no, um, no coffee down the wrong pipe for you, though. No, dude, it went straight down the right pipe. I got this. <laughs> I've spoiled myself. Um, there's this <laughs> uh, like caramel macchiato Starbucks creamer. I feel just like a straight up barista every morning. I just give that a little splash splash and my Keurig pod feels and tastes delicioso. It's zero sugar too, so zero guilt. And it's it's just it's just good. I'm probably gonna have four more cups this morning. I know exactly. <laughs> what, I know exactly what creamer you're talking about, and that stuff is good. I will It's so good, dude. Yeah. Um <laughs> Like, because I'm just throwing, like, the basic 8 o'clock coffee brand, the Keurig Basics. I think 8 o'clock is just a brand by Keurig. I don't think it's a... I don't know. Um, but I, I throw that in there. 8 is a coffee brand, yeah. They make... Because they make regular coffee as well. Oh, interesting. I thought I th- it was, like... I, I thought earlier you had said you soiled yourself, by the way. I'm, I'm glad that I now realize you said spoiled. <laughs> That would have been way funnier if I just pooped myself on the air. But thanks for asking, Brady. I pooped my pants. Um, it <laughs> didn't go down the wrong pipe. It came out the wrong pipe. <laughs> How you doing, Brady? I'm doing all right. Um, we were sharing before the podcast that private life and work is crazy. But, you know, I'm happy that it's it's time for, for talking about movies with the boys and not worrying about it. So I'm excited. Um, Bo, it has yeah. been a few weeks since you asked us this. What, what's the nerdiest thing you did this week, Bo? Oh, dude, I forgot to. I have not been asking that. Um, dude, mine's the answer. It's the same answer like every week because I feel like we're not even doing nerdy stuff anymore. We're just watching movies and being like cool nerds. Like we're we're the cool nerds now because we're only watching movies and. Um, as far as comics go, I've been just popping. I literally, I don't think I've settled on a single series in, in a while. I've been doing like a bunch of like, okay, let's talk about it. I, I got a stand and some lights for my action figure collection, and I just feel so cool looking at them now. So I stare at them for hours upon hours a day, and then I just slightly move them into different arrangements so that they can be with different team members and just give it a little visual change. So I look at, I've been reading a lot of like old school, sorry if that offends anybody, uh, 70s and 80s comics, uh, just to like look at like the comic covers and and team pairings and stuff, just to slightly rearrange my little plastic people. (laughs) So uh, not a hobby that I like to brag. Uh, but I'll bring it here to the pod so that you guys know who you're hanging out with for the next hour or so. And it's a man who enjoys his collecting. And uh, we're I'm like I'm like four or five away from having like a complete roster. And it it's just a daily 
obsession of mine staring at these little people and then looking at the gaps of where people are missing and cringing um and and just feeling a darkness in my soul but we'll get there and it'll it'll make it even better when i do fulfill those gaps i don't know if i should have opened up all of that i could have made something up um like i was playing a video game or something but that's my answer that's that's what i've been doing and it definitely um answers the question of what is the nerdiest thing because I'm a big old nerd. Big old nerds do that. What about you, Joe? <laughs> Definitely won't argue with you there. Um, <laughs> I, I well, let's see. I mean, you know, the comic book reading is always ongoing. I'm still working on my trek through every single 2020 title of Spider-Man in any way, shape, or form. It's been a lot of one-off uh, Spider-Man titles, a lot of, you know, mini-series, a lot of marvel unlimited what are those comics called i already forget are they unlimited comics uh marvel unlimited is the app i think they're infinity comics infinity comics that's right um you know i'm 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 enjoying myself about 70 percent of the time and then there's definitely just some comic books in there that i'm like i this nobody in the history of humanity needed to read this um sprinkled in some random other ones in there like i i still have ultimate invasion on my list to go through um i uh, I, I did a, a random detour down some event from a couple years ago that i can't remember now but no i think the the real nerdiest thing I, i've done this week was spending like an hour and a half last night trying to put together this stupid last supper da vinci code puzzle <laughs> Puzzles aren't nerdy. Puzzles are cool, dude. Right, cool guys, cool guys do puzzles. I think puzzles are pretty nerdy. I think the only puzzles that I have are like the big, huge collage superhero puzzles. Like we had that gigantic four billion piece Spider-Man one that Noel and I attempted a while ago, and it just <laughs> didn't work um, because we literally didn't have the space for it. That is the hardest thing about puzzles is having oh. a dedicated space, especially for the big boys, where you like, I'm not finishing this in one sitting. Like, I need to leave, continue my life, and come back and do this at some point. And then to leave that out in a house with dogs and kids, like, I would need a whole separate room with a locking key. Yeah, I'm so glad you said that because I got close to having the outline put together, all the edge pieces. I say close. Because I very clearly realized it was not going to fit on the table that I was starting to do Oof. the puzzle on. And I had to move my already put together outline from a table onto... I had to get creative. Guys, I'm a, I'm a bachelor. I'm living that bachelor life, you know? I, it's on your bathroom floor, isn't it? I don't have a ton in the way of, like, big furniture. I got a flattened box out from under my bed, <laughs> put the box on top of the table to basically make the table slightly bigger. So now I've just got a cardboard box. Flattened. Are the edges sturdy enough that they're not going to like dip and bow when you're going to lose it off to one of the sides? Oh, we're talking one of those heavy duty, like chewy boxes, you know? I've never chewed a box before. You I got dogs. I know you've gotten chewy boxes. I I don't know. No, we I think if anything we've gotten a bark box. Um, but I'm I'm aware of what Chewy is. I don't think you listened to my joke though. Guys, guys. I just I swear every time I log on for a podcast, my laptop request for me to restart my device. Um, is there a way to bypass this? <laughs> Brady. This one Nope, just um, turn it off. It's either restart now, remind me later, that sounds dangerous, or pick a time. Um, let's do this together. I'm going to pick a time. We're going to schedule the restart for... <clears throat> uh, I can pick a day. Let's pick tomorrow. That sounds great. Bo's, Bo's hurting my IT heart. Um, this has we'll been a peak behind updates the curtain. It's convenient for you. I love the convenience. Oh, you know what's going to happen? This is probably what always happens. I'm going to pick this time, not turn my computer on at all tomorrow, 
I'm going to turn it on next next Saturday when we go to record, and then it's going to do the update then. Um, what were we talking about? I think we're talking about nerdy stuff. And pa- yeah, positive. I think we need to hear from Brady about what his nerdiest thing was this week. Do we? Do we I've, got, <laughs> I've got two nerdy things this week when I'm not spending time with my beautiful and lovely wife and I'm not uh, not doing work stuff. Um, usually happens before bed or right before bed. Um, but I have been watching an anime again. Um, Ooh. I went back and watched probably my favorite anime. I've been I'm on, midway through season one again. Um, that's The Rising of S.H.I.E.L.D. Hero as a new season came out. So I am trying to rewatch it so I know where we're at so that I can get back into the new season. And I am, uh, I'm pretty excited again. So it's good, good timing. And Rewatching then the anime is nuts. Yeah, can that's, I, can that's I admit a time something about myself that I've learned recently? You can. I used to be a big rewatcher. Like any time a new season of a show that I liked came out, I'd rewatch the entire show. I've realized I'm I'm not a rewatcher anymore. I I yes, will time. I will pull up the five minute YouTube summary that someone has made of every season of the show and watch that instead. But yeah, I'm just like I if I'm watching something anymore, I want it to be something new. There is just so much content out there. So I completely understand that, and for most things, I am with you 100%. For my favorite shows and animes, especially when I'm trying to get you know somebody new into it, anime is not my wife's thing. But uh, to segue, uh, Game of Thrones. We started watching Game of Thrones as a as a couple to get her you know maybe into a new nerddom. And uh, she has been, she has been, had mixed reviews on it. And I told her she must get to season three before she, we have, we can stop. Um, and uh, we, I've went back and had to rewatch and I've enjoyed the rewatch because I enjoy the show so much. And that's kind of how I am with, with the Rising of Shield Hero. It's my favorite anime, so I don't mind rewatching it. I enjoy, oh, that's that part that I liked. Oh, that's that part that I love. Anything else, though, if it's just like uh, if they did an extension of, let's say, I don't know, what's a Disney plush Andor? I liked Andor. It was good. I'm not going to rewatch it to watch it season two. I'm just going to jump right into season two and watch the recap. Is that just because it's fresh? I mean, the recap's nice. The one thing that I will one million percent be rewatching, and I haven't started because I know how much of a task it's going to be, is Netflix Daredevil. Now mm. that it is all officially canon, I will probably skip these like the intermingling seasons of Jessica Jones and Luke Cage and all that, though they are rumored to make appearances back as well, too. Um, Jessica Jones, just re- I think, is one of the best of those Netflix shows. Sorry. I, I did enjoy it. I liked it. I liked all of them. And, dude, Iron Fist got so much hate. Iron Fist is one of my freaking favorite characters. I love him, and I like the show. I don't like it, I liked all of that. It was so cool. Um, but I'm definitely going to go back and watch me some some Daredevil. Maybe if I finish it, I'll watch like the Punisher seasons as well too. Um, but I feel like they're interchangeable or not interchangeable enough. They go they go pretty hand in hand. So um, I am yeah, still that, working that's a on lot my... of you watching. Like I spent so much time like watching it. Like why doesn't my brain just remember everything that I watched? Oh, it it does deep down somewhere. You just gotta <laughs> you gotta unlock it with a five minute review. Yeah, pull up that five minute YouTube summary. You'll be like, oh yeah, it, it all comes back. But... Well, here's the thing. I don't know if I ever watched all of it. Well, that was my thing with the Netflix Net Marvel series is that I I know I never watched all of it, and I couldn't remember where I left off. So, so I you had did, to rewatch to get back to that point. <laughs> I did rewatch to get back to that point, and I'm still working through my Netflix uh, Marvel watch. It's been a grueling like year and a half, two year process, but I'm I'm getting there. Have you uh, reached the point that you know that you like this is where I left off at? It, I am absolutely watching things that I did not watch. I'm watching season two of Luke Cage currently, which I know for a fact I didn't watch because nothing sounds or looks familiar um and then i i believe after that i get 
season two of Iron Fist. And then maybe Daredevil three, Punisher two, and then Jessica Jones season three, and then I should be done. I uh, I watched every single bit, some of them twice over before they moved away from Netflix. So I, I am the, I guess, the odd one out because I love the Marvel Netflix series. Well, I mean, no, we we all love it. I just, I don't know. I was probably watching something else. I was like during that time. I feel like I was binging a lot of anime. Um, that's, and once you start anime, show. it it consumes your entire life. It does um, for a little while. Um, I was going to say, oh, the one show that I don't think I ever watched more than like four episodes of. But if you look at the Marvel timeline, it is like most of the Marvel timeline is uh, Agents of Shield. Agents of mm-hmm. Shield is such an underrated show. Big underrated. I don't know if I ever watched the last season of that one. Like, did you get to the point where, like, there's Ghost Rider in it? I think it was, like, a whole yeah. season dedicated to him, essentially. Yeah, I, I definitely watched that. I watched the season where they're, like, in space with the Kree. Mm-hmm. And then I can't remember if I made it much further after that. I don't yeah. think I ever even got to the point where... Because that's Quake, correct? It is. Yes. I don't think I ever got to the point where like she showed powers. <laughs> she definitely showed powers. Oh, that's I was like gonna season say, two or three. Yeah, I was going to say, did they ever call her Quake? I'm sure I, that they made it in passing. Like, Yeah, I think they referenced the name at least at some point. But no, they usually just refer to her as Quake's real that's the one name, thing that they which I can't do, remember. Like, the MCU and like live action shows and stuff is like they never like reference people by like <laughs> their their actual like superhero names like we would call them all the time in the comics. Um, Daisy Johnson, by the way. Yeah, that's right, Daisy. I knew that. Um. Anywho, the second nerdy thing that I've been doing. Um, we get two. I did. I said. Well, I said there's two that I've been doing. This one I want to say because I, I want to get Bo's, Bo's take on this because Joey stuck after last week and we had a little powwow when I showed him this. Um, oh, yeah. My, my nerd fandom um, and friendom have started a new video game um, called Pal World. Do you know anything about Pal World there, Bo? Have you downloaded the, uh, the Pokemon DLC yet? I have not downloaded the Pokemon DLC. Have you DLC. seen any of the videos of it? No, I have not. It, they like make all the characters legitimately <laughs> Pokemon, and you can main uh, Ash Ketchum. And That's great. They look hilarious. Um, Wait, so you, what this, you're telling me is like, like you love butchering uh, little fluffy furry animals. Very fun. Giving them assault rifles is equally as fun. <laughs> but yes, I, so I, is this is this DLC like allowable? Oh, they're they're in the middle of like. A, DLC because no. they're no, like they're, I, they're definitely being sued currently. I was gonna say like I knew that this was all under investigation by Nintendo in the first place, but I didn't know about the DLC that was legitimately just <laughs> Pokemon and. But the thing about DLCs and mods though is that's usually like third party. It's not yeah, the people that actually put it out. Well, D- it's well not that's their why I asked. DLC. Oh, yeah, I was facts, gonna say facts, DLC mods. and mods are different. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, because I. I have since Brady t- talked to me about this last week. I, I listen to a different nerd podcast of my own, and they have a video game segment that they do every couple of weeks, and they discussed all about Power World this week. So I, I've learned more since we last talked, Brady, and it is interesting. It shout is, out it, to the Ringerverse, and yes, shout out to the Ringerverse. And uh, our particularly, Ringerverse pod, particularly button mashers. Such a good pod. Goals, goals, goals. And our, uh, we should have them on sometime. We should. <laughs> oh, yeah. We I should hear have them guest love on coming ours. on podcasts with two listeners. <laughs> uh, specifically, my, uh, my friends have their own server, and I am trying to play catch up. And with my own life, there's no, there's no catching up. But it's fun to have us ha- jump on with all the, all the boys and ride some pals. So that mm-hmm. I didn't know that that was like a multiple people playing together type of game. 
Yeah, you can. So it's similar. I don't know if you have ever heard of Ark or Rust, but it's a survival game that there's a world you can join. Our world goes back with all my high school friends. I play with Keenan, Charlie Grady, Walshy, Adam, yada, yada. Big, large group. I think we have 30 people on the server, and it is insane how crazy that server is because of it. Um, but yeah, talking about the Pokemon comparison, um, the top comments on Steam for it are, some people compare this to Pokemon, but let's be honest here, Nintendo wish they had a game as good as this. I've seen similar comments, yeah. And this other one says, just like in Brokeback Mountain, you set off into the wild, ride your pals, and play with your balls. So, there you go. Well... <laughs> Well, there's that. That's been said out loud now. <laughs> welcome, welcome to the podcast. That's yeah. I uh, I've been enjoying that that uh that video game and watching anime as a true nerd. Very nice. Good answers. Good answers. Speaking of worlds, you know that are not our own. Let's let's dive into the world of the vampires, guys. That's a good of a segue as any. And talk about Blade Two. Yeah. 2002, Blade 2, um, directed by Guillermo del Toro. Good old Guillermo. Um, yeah, quick, just roll a brief plot summary of, of Blade 2 in case you are tuning in and did not watch the movie. Um, if you are, pause That'd be the podcast so stupid now. if you are. Pause the podcast now and go do it. <laughs> go, watch, go watch the heckin' friggin' go. movie, dude. Go. Or get out or of here. Least, what are you doing here? Go pull up a five-minute YouTube summary, at least, so you know what's going on. Uh, Maybe that's why they're coming to us. Be gone. Yeah, we are the we are the five-minute YouTube summary. In that <laughs> case, I'm sorry, because I did not prepare a very eloquent summary. But here we go. You know, we open up on our boy, Wesley Snipes. He's back as Blade once again. Um, we learned very quickly that Abraham Whistler, who died... Pretty clearly in the first movie, I thought. Dude, he was so dead. Uh, not dead. Uh, <laughs> turned into a vampire. Blade must go rescue him. He does so very early on in the movie. Um, Whistler comes back and meets uh, our boy Daryl from The Walking Dead, who is Scud, um, Blade's new like tech guy. Um, they quickly have to form an alliance with a big group of vampires to hunt down this new breed of vampires, uh, the vampiric disease has mutated and, and spread to create these reapers that are just crazy vampires that only have a weakness to light. They cannot be killed by bullets. Um, they have bone encased hearts and, and they're just tough stuff. Blade must form an alliance with a vampire army that was designed to hunt and kill him. Um, they team up, they go after this um, group of Reapers. They eventually find their way to the Reaper nest in the sewers, um, in which we get a big battle scene and uh, learn very quickly that once you know they've taken out a lot of these Reapers, um, the Reapers were actually formed by the head vampire uh, Damaskinos, um, and he has had Norman Reedus, our boy Scud, has been a, a spy for him all along. Turn on Blade. Um, the the groups obviously, you know, there was going to be a double cross happening at some point, and and it happens. The groups then fight each other. Um, Damaskinos turns out his son was the patient zero of this new vampiric cure or curse thing. Um, Damaskinos was trying to build like a new species of stronger vampires, but he views them as failures because of their weakness to sunlight. Um, they all die. Pretty much everyone dies except Damascino's daughter turns on them, joins Blade, basically helps Blade uh, finish off the rest of them. And she dies in Blade's arms looking at the sun. And that was my horribly, horribly not at all previously prepared summary. Yay! Good summary! Good summary! You, you did it, dude. You did it. Um, uh, I want to start off a discussion because I feel very strongly about this and I'm very upset. I am a big continuity guy. I hate when continuity is broken and there's no, like, even if it's a poorly executed way, but no, no discussion on how things happen. 
when you do like a Blade 1 or a Blade 2 or a continuation of a movie. Whistler do be dead. How does he come back to life? How does he get taken into the, the, you know, Star Wars water container? Why did Blade know he was there? Why did Blade go save him? Obviously, we know why Blade saved him, but... What, you know, how did that work out? And then, you know, he just jumps right into the start of the movie and they're like, oh yeah, hey, Whistler's alive, here he is. Alright, let's start the movie. It's like, Yeah. Um, so, to be fair, in the first movie, I did go back and re-watch the scene. Um, we don't see him pull the trigger. We yeah, hear... You don't have to re-watch it. There's like a little flashback in this movie. We hear him pull the trigger. We see his hand fall and the gun fall out of his hand. However, we don't know where that bullet hit. Maybe, you know, where did he shoot himself? Maybe he failed. It happens. Um, But I did get very big vibes of... Do you guys ever watch the Evil Dead franchise? Uh, I did not. So Evil Dead 1 happens. And it's this whole thing. And then the Evil Dead 2 begins. And the first... Five to ten minutes of the Evil Dead 2 is this just like rushed summary of the Evil Dead, but they just completely like changed the story, and it was so weird that they just like completely messed with the continuity of the first movie. Um, and I hated it, and I did get big vibes of that when I watched the beginning of this movie. So, Brady, mm-hmm. I, I do agree with you. It is. It's, it's like one of those movie pet peeves of mine. Forced love is one of them, and this the the, the continuity. You don't explain it. You don't like. I'm okay with a two minute like. Whistler didn't kill himself. We know where he is. We've been planning this for months. Let's go get him. Perfect. Done. Boom. I'm happy. But when you just lazily go, we need Whistler for this movie. Let's pretend like he didn't kill himself and have Blade save him from the start. Like, come on. That's all. That's my rant. Rant well received. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I felt, I felt the same way. And I'm still not sure exactly how they, like, piece that together. But I didn't mind there being some Whistler in this. Oh, I love I loved the Whistler. I love Whistler being in it. I love the character, you know. I, I, I do think, and maybe this is a good time to talk about it, do you guys think that they were like prepping for what's next? Because I haven't seen Blade Three, so I have no idea if I'm, you know, foreshadowing into something else. But well, I mean, uh, there's definitely a very famous lineage of the Whistlers that continues into Blade Three. Okay, great. Because you see him like struggling and fighting and disappearing randomly, and things happening when he disappears. I was like, ooh, I'm going to find out what's going on. He's, maybe he was bitten, and maybe that's why they they took him into the, the thing, because he was going to be one of these crazy vampires. And But I feel like there was like those moments of, Whistlers, there's something wrong with Whistler going on that was kind of we don't up. get If we don't get Whistler back in Blade 2, we're never set up to receive Jessica Biel in Blade 3, and that's okay with me. <laughs> we're fine with that. We, it doesn't matter how we got there, we got there. And I am very excited because that's the only one that I ever remember watching growing up is the one with Jessica Biel and Ryan Reynolds. I don't know that I have ever seen that one. But I, I definitely right have now. not I, seen the one that we just watched. And, I uh, had not. I this was a first watch. I will say definitely not ranking above the original on my own personal list. Whoa, okay. Um, I mean, I feel like when we watch this, the plot for both movies, I mean, you <laughs> they're both just so action-packed. There's not a whole lot of deep dives of characters or anything. It is Blade, potentially Blade slash Allies, and killing vampires in very, very cool ways the entire movie. This is yet oh, another yeah. movie where you're not missing much. Joey recapped the entire movie <laughs> in a 35-second summary and did it perfectly. Um, it's But it felt like the action and the killing of vampires was so much better done in this one. I cringed far less. 
Um, every vampire death was consistent. They looked cool. Um, I love that they did, like, this was so much more Matrix-esque with, like, the way that, like, they used CGI instead of just, like, the stunt ropes and things like that. It was it was fun to watch. It was very of the time of the Matrix, and I got some big Matrix vibes with their outfits as well. Some of the, like, the vampire Navy SEAL team that we get there, um, which haven't talked much about who's in this movie, but the freaking vampire Navy SEAL team um, consisting of, did you recognize the temple guardian from Rogue One? I am one with the force and the force is with me is Snowman. It is. It is. I was actually, uh, when, when I got to uh, Blade trivia time, uh, which was uncoming, I was going to talk about Donnie Yen. Um, but fun fact, in <laughs> trivia time, um, he was also the film's fight choreographer. So he was acting and choreo- being the choreographer of all the fights. And true, you know, Donnie Yen, uh, I am one with the force, the force is one with me fashion. He's, he's just he's just an overall badass. Yeah, Donnie Yen. He was recently in John Wick 4 as well. Played an excellent role in that movie. Uh, also had Ron Perlman in there, just pretty much like the the main bad guy of the movie. Uh, not like the big bad, but the one we see the most, at least. Speaking of fun facts and trivia, I think it's time for Brady's trivia time. There's your uh, sound. Burr, 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 burr. Um, did you guys know that during the autopsy scene, the vampire autopsy scene? Um, that over 30 members of the cast and crew were temporarily blinded by the misuse of the UV lights. <laughs> Are you asking if I knew that? Yeah, did you know that, guys? Did you? Um, I, <laughs> I, no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna out you on the air. The only reason <laughs> I know that is because if you Google Blade Two Fun Facts, it's usually like the first three that <laughs> Brady reads off on the on the list of fun facts. Um, did you know that uh, unlike Joey? <laughs> <laughs> Unlike Joey, um, Wesley Snipes said that this was his favorite Blade movie. That's one of the three. That's why. I'm definitely yeah, I, I did also know that. <laughs> I but did not was, know either fun. of these fun facts. Here's, here is two of them that aren't on the top three that I actually did some digging and research for. Um, maybe four, but definitely not top three. Um, whenever you see Scud... He's wearing a t-shirt with the logo of the Bureau for Paranormal Research and Defense. Joey, do you happen to know, because I'm assuming Bo looked up the fun facts. Do you happen to know, Joey, what that, why that is uh, significant at all? What was the t-shirt again? Bureau, one more time. Bureau for Paranormal Research and Defense. Um, I don't it know. Comic related. This time for Hellboy, because Ooh. it is Hellboy's uh, agency, which is a another movie directed by Guillermo del Toro. So um, I was going to say, um, Hellboy is definitely not Marvel. The and one the other, thing uh, that... Well, oh. hold on, hold on. This is a fun fact that's not on your fun fact list. I know that because okay, I read okay, the fun okay. fact list. Um the one reference that I think that Scud makes a way better reference to is this boy, this man, watches a lot of Powderpuff Girls. He sure does. Oh, he was always watching Powerpuff Girls. Always looks. And they never reference it, but it's just on every TV he's always watching. Mm-hmm. Smokes a think, lot uh... of weed, too. <laughs> True. The, the, the two you... usually go hand in hand. <laughs> How much do you think uh, Cartoon Network paid for that uh, little snip? I bet you they just threw it in there. I bet you it wasn't licensed or anything. I bet you Uh, they just like they had a forty-five second clip. They're like, we'll break this down into into three fifteen-second clips. That math, (laughs) maths, right? Yeah, and then he's just always every time there's a little TV, he's watching Powderpuff Girls, even when he was like in the surveillance van. I thought I thought that was nuts. Yeah, for sure. Everyone loves Powderpuff Girls, though. So. Speaking of that scene in the surveillance van, the entire movie, that scene may have just given me the most anxiety the whole time. 
when he's like got the vampire coming through the freaking window and he's trying to get the car started and oh yeah because get... the whole time i'm like where's whistler why is <laughs> he shooting these things yeah where was he he was well he was off discovering supposedly the den of the reapers but i think that feeds back into what brady was saying earlier where like whistler's got some i know he was sketchy in this movie it's a little sketch. He's got a little side business, like that that scene with the with the ring and everything. And uh, there there's some Whistler side going on. Uh, he went for my favorite. He's not my favorite character this week. I, I'll I'll spoil that right now. He uh, this was a different Whistler that, than we got last week. I I do agree. My final two fun facts to end off the fun fact section. So um, many. This is fun. I, I, there's some good ones. There's some good fun facts. Uh, did you guys know that Michael Jackson was supposed to be a guest appearance? He uh, wanted to be a, a part of the movie when they announced it. So they gave him a scene in The House of Pain um, where Nissa watches a man. This is apparently in the deleted scenes where Nissa watches a man empty human entrails from a box in one of the rooms upstairs. And that was supposed to be just a cameo of Michael Jackson, but he had to okay. drop out. I'm going to take that fun fact and mix it with a fun fact that I have. I don't know fun if, fun fact, list, fun if fun it is. Fact. I'm very sorry. No. Um, do it. When you said Michael Jackson, there was also supposed to be another person in this film that they didn't have the rights to, so they never made it into this film. Was, did the, he happen to be the main villain by chance? It was supposed to be Mobius. Yeah. I'm sorry, Morbius. <laughs> not not, not Owen Morbius. Wilson. Not <laughs> Owen Wilson. They're supposed to be Morbius, the living vampire. And tell me, you would need very little makeup if you casted Michael Jackson as Morbius. <laughs> True. True. Did like, you know? Why has that... that casting never been talked about? Did you know that they withheld putting Morbius in the film because they wanted to create his own franchise? They were hoping to create like a Morbius film. Dude, and they did. 22 well, they years didn't. later. <laughs> they didn't. Oh, well, no, I thought he still was under the rights to Sony. And that's At why they this, couldn't. From what I read, no, Marvel wanted to create a separate Morbius franchise. I do not believe Sony had the rights. That was based on what I read. Um, I, I think at, at this time, Sony already had all Spider-Man rights. You can do a quick little googs, but I'm pretty sure that the reason that he's not in the movie, and, and again, part of that was because they wanted to develop him as a, like a full protagonist first, but they so couldn't it, it, bring him in because Sony had him. It says Goyer, who wrote the script, um, along with Wesley Snipes, by the way, he helped write the script. Goyer had planned to use Morbius, but Marvel wanted to keep the character for a franchise of his own, is the exact quote. So I don't know that Sony had the rights. I don't. Is, is Morbius a Spider-Man character? He is, he is, very much. If you Google why, well, that's why Sony made the Morbius movie. And Venom movie. And it's licensing, I'm pretty sure, all of his rogues gallery plus him. But it says, note that, and I'm pretty sure this isn't the same thing you just read, but it's a little further down. It says, note that Goyer said Marvel wanted to use the character for a separate franchise, not that the rights are with Sony. However, there's even more notable reason why Sony's rights to Morbius were not in play. Oh, so everything I just said was discredited from the sentence that I just read. Um, (laughs) This was because Marvel had sold the rights to someone else in 2000. Should have read that first before saying it out loud. I could have could have battled this one a little more. Uh, <laughs> so Sony's rights had nothing to do with that. Um, cut that. Cut that. Cut that. Get the, get the last. Get, get, get the last three out. minutes. Get it out. Yeah, Joey, go go ahead and scratch that in post. Okay. Okay. Sure. We're, we're leaving it all in. I know. <laughs> I know we are. There's no post. Um, <laughs> okay. Wasn't there a, a one last fun fact there, Brayden? Um, there was. It was the Morbius one, but I do have You're one. You're lying. <laughs> I do have one more that is a uh, that is a, a good one. Um, did you guys know that there was supposed to be a dirty scene in the movie between Blade and uh, Nyssa? 
And they did uh they did nix it so that they they could make it more of an implied love. It wasn't just the the dirtiness of her like getting roasted alive in the sunset as he gently grazes the skin off her her cheek. No, there was a dirtier one. That's pretty um, dirty. They wanted a full fledged in the original script they had a full fledged sex scene and they nixed it. Touching naughty parts on naughty, the big naughty. screen. Naughty's naughty. Saving, saving the first on-screen Marvel sex scene for the Eternals movie. <laughs> Is that a thing? I do believe there was a sex scene in the Eternals movie. We can't just yeah. say facts like that if we have to retcon them later. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm fairly certain I remember that correctly. <laughs> okay, okay. The first Marvel sex scene living vividly in Joey's mind. Um <laughs> We'll, we'll see if we, I'm assuming we won't come across one until then, and we will recap this particular sentence. I will um, say, um, just to build off that, I do remember the hate on the Eternals being more than I hated it, um, but I couldn't tell you the plot. So the fact that you know that there's a sex scene in it means you appreciated it more than me. I mean, I, I appreciated scene, but the movie, but it, I can objectively agree that it was not a good movie. It was. Is just, it? Is it's it between much. Cersei and Cersei and Black Knight? Um, I'm about to Google it. No, because I think it was Dane, Dane uh, Whitman. No, I think it was Rob Stark. Um, Icarus. That's, yeah, he's Black Knight. No. Well, he's going to be. Black no, Jon Snow is Black Knight. Rob oh. Stark was also in this, and he was the main. Like, oh, Icarus! He was Icarus. Icarus yeah. Sorry, I got my my Thrones confused. <laughs> No, look at me showing my raging throner. <laughs> uh, Icarus and Cersei is who it was between. More, more Game of Thrones references there for you, Bo. Cersei. Yup, 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 yup. Well, um, I think it, I think it's time. Those facts were fun, Brady. I Those have some. I have some fun facts. Some fun facts. And if you look up, uh. Whatever the movie is, space trivia. You can probably play along with me every week as I read <laughs> through the fun facts. So we need like th- some cued in music, like fun facts with Brady, Ba-da-ba-da-ba-ba. and like <laughs> it just that needs to happen. And then like Joey's recap, and then, like <laughs> we just we just need a soundboard. Just a single Why do I get like the Price Is Right horn? Just <laughs> <a single> <laughs> Uh, well, I think that oh, we gotta man. we gotta stay trying and true now, and we need to hop on over to um, favorite scenes, favorite actors, and uh, the overall rating. No, 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 no! Favorite characters. Yeah, yeah. We, we've established it's not yeah, actors. Scenes, <laughs> scenes, characters, ratings. Scenes, characters, ratings. S. All right. And I believe it's it's Bo Joey Brady this week. Oh, oh, oh no. Oh. <laughs> um, ah, I'm going to roll right into this with zero preparation again, keeping it right off, right off the dome. Uh, Brady, I was telling Joey, um, I fell asleep trying to put the kids to sleep and finish mm-hmm. watching this movie like in a, in a space where they couldn't see it. Um, so then I had to switch over to my phone once they were night night and uh, totally fell asleep. Totally fell asleep. Close my phone. So I set an alarm. I was awake enough to set an alarm saying, I'm not going to watch this tonight. <laughs> um, and uh, set an alarm for like, what time? It was six this morning and woke up at six to, to finish off like the last 20 minutes or so. Um, so it is, it is very fresh for me. Um, nice. Yeah. Yeah. So what is what? What would be your favorite fresh instanced person from the I feel like we need to I, I almost feel like we need to set a rule where okay. the the main protagonist is no longer like allowed to be the favorite character. That's boring. Well that's then so don't pick it. <laughs> but, it but like <laughs> but like Blade was so sick this movie. Oh, I will so, I will say I think in some of the later movies, there is a good possibility that the main character may not be our favorite. So one of my favorite, like he blows say, so Bo, many you don't kisses have to this pick movie, and the favorite character because you're supposed to be picking oh. your favorite scene. <laughs> oh, the scenes are first. Yeah, 
Scene character. Okay. You said it yourself. Scene character rating. Well, this is going to be. I mean, if I go first, it's going to be the boring ones every single time. The favorite scene in almost every single movie for me is the final climax fight. Um, and the one-on-one fight in this one with Blade finally going up against. Pr- pronounce his name for me. What? 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 Like, what was the main vampire dude's name? Not oh, the main vampire, about, the main reaper dude. You're talking about Damas- Damascanos? Or, or, or... No, 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 his son. Oh, his Nomad. son. Nomad. Nomad, okay. Um, that was so sick. That was the one where, like, if, when they, like, jumped off the walls or jumped, like, through the camera, it was so Matrix-like. Or, like, you could tell, like, they, like, put the person's face in there, but it was, like, clearly CGI of what they were flipping. It wasn't just somebody on ropes and cables. You know what I'm talking about? I don't, I don't mm-hmm. know how to better describe it, but, like, the flips and stuff were just so... I noticed it at first when... Oh, dang it. Dang it. I'm changing my, I'm changing my answer. I'm changing <laughs> oh, it right now. Um, because the first time that I noticed that CGI as opposed to, like, the... Um, like just the the rope stunt doubles and stuff like that uh, was when the stealth ninjas came in. Oh, okay. And they're sitting there in the room, and then these guys just come flipping through, going through the rafters. No sound. Like they drop, and you expect this big, huge thud, and it's just nothing. Just silence when they hit the ground. That was so dope. Um, and then they start battling, and then there's there's swords and stuff, and then it gets to the point where they're like, "Yo, you guys shot first. We're just here to deliver a message." Um, that that kicked off the action very strong for me. Not the typical blade like opening sequence, just shooting gun. I'm gonna talk about every scene. That's rude. I'm picking the one with the stealth ninjas. Okay, okay, okay. I like it. Um, see, Bo. Your favorite scene tends to be the, the big climactic battle, but my favorite scene is always the one before that. Is the I, I don't know how else to refer to it as except as the let's fucking do it that scene where they're <laughs> all just you know armoring up, getting their weapons ready. Oh um, yeah. You know, getting like just passing things off here. This is a silver, blah 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 blah. And here, like passing out the the light grenade. Um, just as they get ready to go into that big last battle, and they're just kind of in the workshop, you know, gearing up. Um, I just like the intensity of it, dude. I loved all the team aspects and stuff, and like everybody there were so many cool scenes like that and them walking and gearing up and stuff except like everybody essentially turns on on play there's like there's really no other good guys in this movie they all just suck the double cross i saw it coming a mile away Uh. (laughs) i did not i almost okay here's the thing maybe i was a little sleepy when it got to this point um but when scud starts revealing his plan I was, I was like, I literally had to think, like, did I miss something? Like, did I fall asleep? Like, what is this reveal here right now? It just seemed like it came out of nowhere. Like, you don't think the Blade would know if this guy was marked previously, like, the entire time they're working together? Oh, Blade knew. Well, he said he started to suspect. Oh, he, yeah, he, he suspected. He knew long, long enough ago where... It was before he started teaming up because it was before he implanted that bomb in the guy's head. The one that he thought the guy thought. Why would he think it was a fake? It didn't make any sense. It's actually not a dud. Click. (laughs) Didn't make any sense. It was okay. It was a dope action sequence. There was a big explosive death. I don't understand it. it. Like almost didn't even need to happen. Like, just have Scud stay back in that scene. Like, you revealed him to be a traitor just to die four seconds later. And Scud was cool. I did like Scud. But, Brady? Scud is everything that Whistler should have been in the first movie. Before we ruin every other scene in the movie, any, uh, <laughs> what, what's your favorite scene, Brady? So I had two picking you guys still haven't talked about them, so I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty stoked. Um, but I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna take it, I'm gonna be a little cheesy, but 
I actually did like the budding romance between this and Blade. I, you know, I think the subtlety of it was good. I think it shows, like, you know, Blade's, like, Blade's not just this hardened, like, I hate everything. You know, the fact that he can fall in love with another vampire was good. So my favorite scene's gonna be the the, the one Bo hinted to, the kind of cringy one where she goes, take me out in the sun to die, and then he takes him out, and you see the, the, the romance bud and her just slowly fade away to nothing. Did you watch this with your wife or something? No, I actually liked it. It was good. So I'll take the final scene of the of the budding romance. You know what sucks about that whole budding romance? Was that where's where's Doctor Karen? Yeah, I I was wondering that as well. She was alive and well, and pretty much joining Blade at the end of the first movie. Was she? Yeah, like they're like using the serum and stuff, and like she was like. I'm a, I'm a blood expert. Let's go save everybody. And then just doesn't get recasted. I would imagine they just either didn't want the actress to come back or the actress did not want to come back. It's possible. Uh, how else would they get that romance between Blade and Nyssa to work? That's true. We don't but then again, that, did Cyclops that even need to happen? Because she dead now too. <laughs> yeah, that's true. On we just touch the Trinity alone, with dude. the blade or with with blade. Um, any any scenes stick out with you guys as particularly terrible? Well, both uh, probably gonna say my favorite scene. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, again, that that wasn't a bad one. Like I I was okay with that happening. Um, it did seem like she was like a little too okay with getting burned alive. Like, there wasn't even a wince. She's just like, ah, and then fades into nothing. Oh, no, she didn't even, ah. She just stares at Blade. She's like, yeah. I want to see the sun, and then just looks at Wesley Snipes the whole time. I will, <laughs> I, I, true. I, I will say, for me, the scene right before that, which almost ruined the scene, like, almost made it so that it was not a good scene for me. But I got past it, because I did like, I did like the chemistry they built. Um, the scene right before that, which is, She's fighting her brother, right? Or or helping her brother beat or beat her father. And then afterwards she goes, Here's my neck, do it. It's like just run! Just get away. Why what why you gotta go down with them? So I will say that, Joey, is my complaint scene. Okay, okay. I didn't really have a particular scene that stuck out, but one thing that I kept thinking to myself throughout this movie. Um, is there some sort of like UV light shortage in the world? Why do we not just constantly always have UV light ready and like turned on? I think it's dangerous. <laughs> to, it's dangerous to the, to the bad guys. But isn't it's, it also dangerous to humans? Because then people get like blinded by it almost. I mean... I mean, if you're shining it in people's eyes, but I feel like there were way too many close calls with these Reapers where, why did they not just have that light ready to go? Well, that's fair. Well, you know what? Fair. fair. Uh, anyways, that was my, my one gripe. was just, you know, why, why are we not using the weapon that we have established as the only weapon capable of hurting these things? I that I I am with you on that. It makes sense to me. Bony, any, any gripes, scenes that that you didn't enjoy, aspects of the movie that made you cringe? Uh, sorry, I just went I just went off on a full tangent here. Something I literally googled why wasn't Doctor Karen Jensen in Blade Two, and I read this huge long page of like describing every aspect of her being in the movie and like scenes that she was in and things that she did that like I don't think ever happened. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> what just happened? Like, did I watch the wrong movie or they talk about Blade One, but it wasn't the plot of Blade One, it was the plot of Blade Two. I'm so confused. Um so the only cringy thing right now is <laughs> I'm confused about what I watched. Um well in that cringy confusion. scenes what? <laughs> Said, well, in that confusion, might as well pick your favorite character while you're confused. Easy. <laughs> Easy. Like I said, I went into this movie thinking that I was going to pick Scud and then just ended up absolutely hating him. 
Um, I'm not picking Whistler again because he was a big old doofus. Um, he just he just wasn't he just wasn't the Whistler. I, I I can't pick any, but if I have first pick, I have to do the the CMC. It's Blade. It is Blade again. He's so cool. He's just so chill, and his powers were insanely displayed in this movie. Um, he's just so dope. I, I wish that there was some earlier MCU Blade because I feel like him coming out of the shadows and helping the way that he does, like it's so dark and cool and he's just a he's did I say he was cool yet? Blade's so cool, dude. Um I'm picking Blade. Like I don't there's no other explanations for it. You watch the movie, you'll know why I picked him. It's a movie about him. The second mm-hmm. one actually. Okay. Okay. The character's so nice, they had to do it twice. Well, um, you had to do it. If you didn't do it, I was certainly going to do it. So, uh, Although I would have felt bad, because then I would have gotten Blade twice <laughs> in two movies. Um, but I, I very much enjoyed Ron Perlman in this movie. And like I said, he was pretty much the most seen on screen villain of the movie uh, constantly just bickering back and forth with blade gets the bomb implanted in his head that turns out to be a dud but not be a dud um and he's just like the whole movie trying to find a way to backstab and, and kill blade um and i just loved the lines that ron perlman had in the movie uh, i thought you he know was what a good i didn't villain. like about ron perlman his mustache like? to hair comb Oh yeah, that's true. Whoa, in the world! <laughs> Granted, they they chopped up Wesley Snipes' hair for this role too. Like you can see where like his hairline's starting to grow back, and they've like shaved it all the way back into the middle of his head to get like that pointy widow's peak thing. But handlebar mustache into Friar Tuck hairline is wild. I was thinking about doing it. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> <laughs> do it but yeah Dieter Dieter Reinhardt is my character I'm actually I'm actually kind of upset with that Joey because I thought that would fall to me um and I I did like Reinhardt uh to pick the pseudo villain again um and I'm on the same boat with Bo where coming into the movie first couple scenes probably first hour and a half I was like bro Scud is Scud I like Scud <laughs> Then, then you had to betray and do it in this like weirdest way possible, like we've discussed, and I didn't like that. So uh, Scott fell off, and I do like uh, Snowman just because it's Donnie Yen, and that makes me happy. But I think I'm gonna go the uh, the other route. I'm gonna say, you know, I, you know, my my enjoyment of the connection they had maybe influenced this, but you always gotta. I'm gonna say Nissa. Nissa is my favorite character. Joey, I was gonna, I was gonna call him out on it. Bray's got a little crush on Nissa. Bray's got a little Nissa crush. I got oh, a yeah. little, uh, I got a little Blade crush. I'm being honest. You wanted to be Blade so that you could have your crush with Nissa. No, the other way around. I wanted to be Nissa so I could have my crush with Blade. Wesley Snipes is a kind of the most badass, handsome guy in Wesley Snipes is him. Yeah, any of the movies we've watched. So maybe I was a little jealous the other way. No blame there. <laughs> oh, none whatsoever. Uh, all right, so Blade, Dieter, and, and Nissa are our three characters of the movie, and and Bo. We'll kick it back to you to rate this movie out of ten. I liked. I liked this movie. I really did. Um, I am gonna. Stick true to what I said in the in the first couple of weeks, and I'm going to steer away from the decimal point system. Um, this movie did for me exactly what the first Blade did. Like I said, it almost felt like I was re-watching the movie, but they're like, hey, let's change up these couple things. You had your main, you had your main's army, you had your plot, you had Blade. I did like the, the team-up aspect of this where you're involving... Like, last time you were going against the vampires. Now it's Blade and the vampires versus the Reapers. That's cool. It's a good sequel. But it it wasn't anything beyond that. I did 
really like where technology has gone since the first one, as far as like the CGI and the way that like those different scenes. I feel like the budget was a little bit more for this, um, and I thought that was pretty dope. I'm gonna rate this exactly on par with what I did with Blade One because I had the same feelings after. I was happy that I watched a Blade movie. Um, nothing more, nothing less. So I'm putting this on the solid passing scale. Um, I'm giving it a. I'm giving it a seven. Okay, okay, seven out of ten for Bo, which I believe takes it to me. Um, I, 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 I already said I did not enjoy this quite as much as the first Blade movie. I am not quite as big of a fan of the whole hero and villain team up um spoilers we're gonna see this in one of the next couple x-men movie it always ends the same way uh, the villains are inevitably going to show their villain aside they're going to double cross our heroes and our heroes should just know that it's coming um and, and like Blade did know but like we discussed the way this all played out it was just very predictable i did not particularly find it uh, tremendous in terms of the storytelling department but hey this is john wick with vampires and that's kind of what you're what you're asking for when you sign up for this movie um, so for that reason I'll, I'll keep it a decent score uh, not gonna fail this movie by any means but uh, i'm gonna give this a solid 6.5 good rating good rating good rating good rating yeah he, no, I... he did say when asked Oh, they're going to screw us over the, the first moment they can. He didn't say those words, but you, you know what he said. Um, he, yeah, he was very well aware of how this was going to play out, and he said it in a very cool way. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I like that rating. I might need to start implementing some .5s. Yeah, I thought about doing a 6, but... Um... It wasn't a 6. Brady, yeah. what do you think it was? Um... I think Six. personally, well, I 100% don't care about the points, and I am definitely going to do some points. Just you know, Joey has an Excel sheet, and he can work it out, and the points come to mind. So I'm gonna say for me, I think it's not a bad movie. There were some parts that definitely knocked it down for me. Um, you know, we talked about the the forest at the end with the just do it, finish it, bite my neck, the whistler thing, scuds build up into an immediate death because he's a, a dummy. All those things definitely knocked it down. So I'm gonna give it a solid six point eight, just okay. below a seven. Good ratings, good ratings, good ratings, guys. Now, now we come to the fun part. Um, if you fast forwarded through those last uh, couple minutes, I don't blame you because it's boring to talk about numbers and stuff like that. We need to throw this on the MCU movie scale. I'm calling it the MCU movie scale uh, because everything's MCU now. The live action Marvel movie rating timeline list thingamabobber. Um, I, I guess we can give suggestions in the same order that we picked everything else. Um, so I'm just going to throw mine out there and you guys can feel free to debate. I don't know if we're still like in the clear of everybody being in agreement. Um, I rated this right on par with the first blade, but I have to give blade the edge up just because it's the origin story. Very rarely does a sequel rate higher than the origin story. Um, this is not an exception to that rule for me. Um, this is nowhere topping how I felt about X-Men. Blade was fantastic, but we were not down to Howard. I am putting this in the current fourth place between Howard and Blade 1. Would I, I would like to clarify, I think you mean third place. Third? Uh, I, I would like to remind you our oh, current yes, list yes, is yes, number yes, one yes, X-Men, yes, 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 yes. number two Blade, number three Howard the Duck. Oh, wait, they know what I meant. Okay. okay? So, no need to make me feel stupid on live air. <laughs> Bo is is ranking this right above Howard the Duck, right but below Blade One. Um, Are you gonna I, fight him, Joey? Fight me! Fight me! Fight no, me! I'll second that, Brady. Are you? Motion, are you? Motion okay? to approve. Uh, are so you? Boring, right? Are you about to try kinda, to make the argument that Howard the Duck should should bump kinda, up? I kind of want to fight just to fight, but you I can't. Don't think your, I your, can. Number, your numbers <laughs> so, don't lie, buddy. 
I don't think I can. We're going to place it right where it's supposed to go, which is above Howard the Duck. Okay. This is going to get fun eventually, I swear. Oh, it's going to. <laughs> I, I, I can sense it. I'm ready. I was like, should I, should I argue just to argue? You know, it's, it's We're just warming up. We're just putting down the place markers right now. And then when we start moving our battle pieces, it's going to be a good time. There's I don't know what be board game I just described, but it's going to be a fun one. There's definitely going to be some good ones. Yeah, Speaking could be of, starting as well until next then. week. <laughs> Speaking of good ones, uh, what do we have next week for the people to watch while we're uh, getting getting rolling? We've got Spider-Man, Spider-Man. The OG Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yes, Tobey Maguire, Maguire man. 2002 Spider-Man. So that Lush. was the same year as Blade. Too. Yes, it was. Uh, Blade came out in. I am looking for the release March of 2020 or 2022. 2002. Um, Spider Man dropped later that year in May. So just Good a year. few months after Blade 2, we get the debut of Peter Parker. Um, so yeah, that should be on Disney Plus uh, for all of you watching along at home. Unless you're watching, or I mean listening, uh, like 20 years from now in the years 2044 and Disney Plus is no longer around and Sony has obtained all of the rights to all of the Marvel characters. Sony because, buys out Disney? Because Marvel, yeah, Disney goes bankrupt as Marvel movies continue to just tank and tank and the, the nation rebels and Disney is... is liquidated you heard it here first buy sony stock now it's wild <laughs> and until uh 2044 or just next week uh yeah. we'll, <laughs> please come back before then <laughs> we will see you all next week thank you for listening to another episode of comics over coffee please be sure to join in again next saturday morning for another exciting episode if you have questions for the host or would like to be featured on an episode, please write in to comicsovercoffeepodcast at gmail.com. Special thanks to my fellow co-hosts, Bo and Brady, and a very special shout-out to our artist, Emily Rich.